Ladies and gentlemen, I am CEO Hayes, and I want to welcome you to the very first step in a joint venture between Urban Mogul Life, The Awakened Soul, which is my podcast, and the wonderful website in which you're listening to this on, and that is 247hiphopnews.com. This podcast is the first step in what's going to be a very fruitful partnership, what's going to be an amazing joyride. What you're going to get on this podcast, you're going to get discussions about everything in the hip-hop culture, whether that be album reviews, whether that be artist news, whether that be just anything going on in our culture. Um, We're going to discuss here. What you're going to get out of the show is a very very well-put-together project and show. This is going to be something that I promise you the quality is always going to be here. That's going to that's what I hold myself to. Um you're going to always get there. You're always going to have a lot of fun listening to this show. Um hopefully you enjoying the laughs and everything. We'll also uh, hope to get into some deeper content. What basically what this show is is going to be driven by you, the listeners. What do you guys like to hear? What do you guys like to get it out of the show? What do you want to hear us discuss? Leave any comments uh, by the, when you're done finishing with this podcast on this website, on the pages you're listening to it on. Or you can send any feedback to thebreaksmedia at gmail.com. We look forward to hearing um, from you guys. Like I said, I'm very excited to start the show. I'm very excited to, to get into this venture. We are going, um, now that I didn't introduce you, we're going to get into a brief musical break. On the other side of that, we're going to talk some, some news of what's going on in the hip-hop world. got oversaturated in the building so before i get i know you guys can hear the disappointment on facebook before we get to the disappointment let me introduce my brothers we got first up johnny what's going on johnny what's happening how y'all feeling probably better than us talking about this album what's going on we also got ralph in the building the other half of oversaturated what up ceo man we back i'm just saying man break shit Break shit. <laughs> the breaks is back. This is the team of the breaks, but um, man, the the world of hip hop is just getting crazy, man. It's getting crazy. crazy. Yes. Like Eminem dropped a horrible album this year, and Jaden Smith had a better album than Eminem. Like, let's just. I, I'm still, I'm still tripping off this, man. I'm still tripping off how in 2018 this shit like this happened, man. Like, what, what, what era are we living in? I don't know. The world's just upside down right now. We are in the upside down. <laughs> oh man! All right, but um, this this Fifty Cent co-signing Takashi Six Nine as the as the king of New York. Come on, man! What what are we thinking about this? Hit him with the blicky eye. Hit him with the sticky eye. Like. <laughs> I have a hard time. Like I'm sorry. This this may be the traditionalist in me. This may be the hip hop head in me. But having somebody with rainbow hair be the king of New York, I just <laughs> listen. I feel you. I feel you. But you know what's interesting though? Like, okay, I've never listened. I haven't heard one Tenkashi, whatever the fuck his name is, song. Not one. But I heard somebody make the comparison of him to Fifty Cent and how when Fifty Cent first came out, he was like really trolling people. Remember the song "How to Rob"? Exactly. That was, that was a complete troll. And like that's the song. The song was good though. It, it was. It was. It was. But but the thing with that Fifty did in between, like, but a he kept coming with mixtape, mixtape, mixtape. Fifty always had content in. But even even more so than that, like 
he did do the whole trolling thing. And that the thing is that people are reacting to Takashi 6ix9ine. And that's really what's giving him the fuel. That's really what's making him so big right now. It's because people keep responding to the shit. And then 50, A, once once Game got involved with this Takashi 6ix9ine thing, I knew it was only a matter of time before 50. Because <laughs> 50 is still, what is it, like 15 years later? He still tries to troll Game Every chance he gets. Like, I did not. I'm sorry, I didn't tie that together. Oh, God. <laughs> like, seriously, this is like, this is like, you know how, how they had that meme with Terrence Howard and, uh, and Ludacris, how they've been in every movie together. So, well, so many movies together. And like, when you've been beefing with the same nigga for years, that's the real life game in 50 Cent. Like, these niggas. They they gonna be eighty. They gonna be eighty in a nursing home, and it's gonna be like life. They gonna still be trolling the shit out of each other. He gonna be stealing his Jello and everything. Like this is this is never going anywhere. This nigga then fixed every beef he ever had. Like him and Fat Joe, who were really, I I believe that they were gonna fight at some point. They cool now. Yeah. The only B fifty fifty has not fixed is is Rick Ross and Game. Like I don't know what the niggas did to him, but and, he is not like and Jai. Nah, oh well, Ja, yeah, it's still, well, it's still it's still on site for Ja. Like, well, it doesn't matter. Like, ja, ja is dead at this point. It doesn't even matter. Like, when Ja be doing interviews, I don't even want to hear that shit from Ja Rule. But like, <sighs> that's what Chappelle said. Nobody gives a fuck what Ja Rule thinks. <laughs> <laughs> but then, seriously, it's like, like fit, fit, I mean, Takashi is, is he's doing what Fifty Cent did. Um, he doesn't have the music to back it up like 50 did. So we'll see what his longevity is going to be because even 50 had longevity issues and he was at the pinnacle as far as trolling and musically at one point. But, um, I mean, people, as long as people keep responding and reacting to this dude, like this dude got bloods and crips in different cities beefing over Instagram live. Like this is what the games come to. We got gang members really beefing over Instagram live. They not throwing shots no more. They not fight no more. Which may be better in the long run, but still, over IG Live, bro. Do we think? Do we think this this kid is real? Like in his thug gangster ways, like. So you haven't seen the, the the photos of him when he was like in high school and he was prepped up with the with the button up shirt and he had the Carlton sweater around his neck Hell. and black hair. <laughs> yeah, game game posted a lot of those pictures on Instagram. And he had like a long caption, which I really didn't read because he, he was pretty much roasting the shit out of uh, Takashi. <laughs> I was like, wow. But it's like all of a sudden now you're this this gangster. This is literally him. Atten- atten- he's attention seeking and people are actually feeding into it. That's the only reason this dude is hot. He's, the clout, he's the clout chaser that he's accusing everybody else of being. Yeah, but because he but because people are reacting to him, they're giving him clout. And let's talk about this DJ, him and DJ Academics. First of all, I don't want nobody recording me in a in a in a pool with another grown man ever, ever that close. Like when, once DJ Academics was sitting on the edge and he kind of got close to DJ Academics' legs and started touching the, his shirt, I know they were playing around. Like, dude, don't you don't do that. And then he's not even in the life jacket for real. Like his head's in the life jacket. Like I can't take, I cannot take this man seriously. Can't. You just, you he might as well have some damn floaties on his fucking arms or something. What what was he doing? <laughs> he had on a three year old life jacket, man. Like, what are you doing, fam? <sighs> it don't make it makes zero sense. Like, I wish people could see us. All three of us put our hand over our face at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> like, it just like what? It really Come on now. No like, sense. and I blame Drake because Drake watered down rap so much. Now we got niggas like Takashi Six Nine. Like, <laughs> <laughs> 
It all traces back to Drake. That's what I'm saying. It's it's and what what little pump? Like I'm telling you, all these light skinned niggas who was in this game acting like they hard. It all started with Drake, and this is coming (laughs) from a light skinned person. Like I'm light skinned. I'm not as light as them, but I'm still light skinned, and they ruining the game, man. We can't. We can't. Like I. I'm going to defend Drake. I think I would blame Limp Biscuit or, uh, <laughs> or Papa Roach or something. Papa Roach? Papa you know Roach? What, you know, one of those rap rock, you know, one of those rap rock bands, you know what I'm saying, that I, I liked a lot, you know, in the mid-2000s. Papa, no, Papa Roach, though, that's hilarious. No, nothing. All spring? No, nothing. We ain't got nothing. Oh, okay. Y'all not real. <laughs> it's Drake, man. It's Drake. You know what? Matter of fact, this is, this is the thing. And I... I I may piss some people off with this. When you really look at Drake, yes, he has one classic album, maybe two if you're you're a Drake fan. But all Drake did was master the fact of a dope delivery. Little Zane also had a dope delivery. There is no difference. Drake is just Little Zane with Little Wayne backing him. I don't give a fuck what you face you make. You want to know the fact that you know Lil Zane has a dope delivery. Go back, go <laughs> back and listen. No, seriously, <laughs> no, that's not a problem. No, you go back. Who else and... had a dope delivery though? Who? Little Mama. Oh shit. But she looked like a fucking scarecrow, though. What does that? What does that matter? Like I could she like be Yeah, I mean, she, 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 she killed the career when she jumped on the stage at the VMAs, man. It's never yeah, been the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Yeah, yeah. Drake kept trying to move her off off the stage. Like he kept trying. Like she wasn't having it though. She was not. She was feeling herself right then. She was high as fuck. I don't give a fuck. Nobody says she was high. Um, let's. All right, man. Who who else right now? You silly. <laughs> but it's Drake, man. I'm blaming Drake. But who who else in the game right now? Are we are we not happy with or don't think they deserve the the notoriety they're getting? Anyone else? Uh, I mean, I don't really pay attention enough for real. Like I, I, I really don't. I have no idea. It's hard for me to say that any of these guys are like extremely extremely overrated, but most of these guys are more troll centered. Like I know about them because of antics. Like XX Tichion had like a whole bunch of bullshit around him. And then when I finally listened to his album, I'm like, uh, uh, I made it to like track four, I cut this shit off. I couldn't do it. Damn. I couldn't even pull myself to listen to his album. Yeah. And isn't like, he like fighting like a domestic violence charge or something or something like that? Yeah. 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 He Mm, I'm not gonna say that, but yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. yeah. not good. Uh, I'm trying to think. Uh, I think certain people just garner the attention that they get. I don't know, uh, but Takashi is definitely a troll god. Dude, do y'all do y'all feel like all of this gangster trolling is gonna catch up with him? Like somebody's gonna, gonna catch him at some point. For him, for somebody, somebody, and that's the thing. Somebody, and I don't like wishing harm upon nobody, and I'm not. I hope that nothing happens to him. But even Joe Budden got punched in the face by Wu Tang. Somebody's gonna yeah. catch Takashi at some point. Like it may not be now, it may not be for three years later. But nigga, obviously, look at Fifty in game. People, niggas hold grudges. Niggas do not forget stuff. So even right. as, as after his fame dwindles down a little bit, all it takes is one person to see him and think about some shit he didn't say when he was at his height. He catching some hands at some point, man. Uh, yeah, and it's gonna happen when we least expect it, and like. One or two years, he's gonna, you know, fizzle out, be out of the limelight or whatever, and somebody's gonna catch him slipping, and then that's gonna bring him back into the spotlight because he got jumped. The great, the greatest example of this, in my opinion, is Suge Knight. Like, remember how Suge was untouchable, and then like all of a sudden when Death Row faltered, 
all that stuff they used to do in Compton ain't the same no more. <laughs> Suge getting knocked out in the club. He getting beat up. He all this, like, Suge in jail now. Like, Suge, that never would have happened to Suge in 95. Yep. Like, yeah. none of this. For real. Like, it's it's wild, man. Yeah. <laughs> all so, for 15 minutes of fame. Like, hey. it's... Hey, I don't understand I mean, it, but whatever, man. Yeah. All right. We, I got to get you guys' opinion on this. Joel Santana and this gun thing in, in, in the airport. What y'all what y'all think about this, man? He's still being detained right now. I think he's de- and he was denied bail. So it don't look like he may be getting out at all. Like, why do our rappers make such stupid ass decisions, man? The guy knew he was going in the airport. Like, if you can see us, like if the people that are going to hear this could see us, I have nothing about Jewel's taking a fucking pistol into the airport. You can't take a bottle of cologne near TSA. So what you you can't take a bottle of water over three ounces through TSA. <laughs> right, right, like, come right. on, none of that. So you thought you was gonna get away with a gun? A gun? Yeah, they ought to hold your ass. Like I don't feel bad. And then when the people spotted it, he ran. Why did you run? That's gonna make this shit worse. Him and Lil you Wayne. brought all of this on yourself. All of Him this. Lil Wayne himself. never dropped that album, so I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it, it makes it makes zero sense. I, I don't get it. I don't understand. I don't understand. Yeah, I don't know, bro. What What do you think, man? I mean, it's just rappers being stupid, man. I mean that that's that really is defining the era, man. Rappers doing stupid shit. Like it 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 makes no sense on I don't care who you are. Unless unless you Donald Trump, like you trying to get a gun in through airport security is not happening. No, not at all. So not at all. like matter of fact, like for real, like my um my son when we went to Florida last summer had his switch in his thing and he had it like in in like some type of case and when they ran it through the x-ray they couldn't tell what it was pulled us to the side like you can't even get a goddamn game system through without needing to be patted down you think you're gonna get a gun through no <laughs> it's ridiculous no man. i don't know what i don't know what you was thinking man that was my guy man you can't just forget you have a gun in your bag like what how no that was just it was just stupid on his part. It was just oh, well, still is he still doing so much in the streets that he needs a gun? I highly doubt it. Yeah, it's at this point, it's it, like he may have wanted to. Maybe he thought he was going to get caught because he was Joel's. So he was going to get off easily, and uh, it would have just been some publicity. I don't know. Joel's is if you ever heard Joel Santana like talk, like really talk, he's not that intelligent. I'm <laughs> he's just not. Um, so <laughs> what if what if he get out of jail and like. Let's just say two or three weeks, and then in four weeks he announces the album. Oh, he was on there. He was on there Rick Ross shit then. Yeah, <laughs> I'm waiting on Port of Miami too. Since, you know, since, you know, he, he had to fake. I think y'all that was fake, man. And Rick Ross is my man. He don't have to do that, but I feel like it was fake. <laughs> it's not like it would be the first time that they caught Rick Ross lying. Like I'm just fat. <laughs> I'm just. <laughs> How do you come back? Like when they say you are a CEO, and he even admitted it in a song. Uh, it was like a deep album cut, Valley of Death on uh, Deeper Than Rap. I will never forget. I heard that he admitted to saying it, but yet we still let him be Rick Ross. Right. <laughs> All right, last thing, last thing. I promise you, last thing. This just came to my head. Logic saying that he's the king of rap. Like we got Takashi Six Nine saying he's the king of New York. We got Logic saying he's the king of rap. Light skinned niggas, I'm telling you, the light skinned niggas is tripping. I'm 
This is light skin privilege at its best. Because there's nobody at Logic's level. If they were dark skinned, they would not be saying it. I'm just no. I don't. The only reason I give like I would even entertain that that whole line of shit from Logic is because of his Billboard success. That's the only way. But that that still doesn't even constitute you being the best rapper, like the king of rap. So somebody somebody got to challenge him now. Somebody got to sheath him. Well, you know, so you know, you know what? Matter of fact, now now that he said that, Joyner Lucas is coming. I'm telling you right now, Joyner Lucas. He's oh, a yeah. he's an opportunity. He's like, oh, you're the king of rap. Now he can say he's going to take down the king of rap. He already's been dissing Logic. He's coming for him. I I guarantee you, we get a diss track within the next two weeks. And I'm here for it. They've been going back and forth, like little stuff here and there. So yeah, I I would like it. I need yeah, to, I you know, like Logic can rap anyway, so I want somebody to challenge him. I don't want to hear right. none of the inspirational shit, not from you, King. But with Jordan Lucas, I feel like it's going to be on site for Logic for him. Like, because did y'all hear Jordan Lucas say Logic stole his whole, like, his whole, like, album scheme? Yeah. With the whole, like, suicide hotline number? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, so I feel like it's going to be on site. Well, I mean, I, I I actually put my money on Logic. He actually going through a divorce right now, so I feel like he got a lot of aggression. Ain't nobody beating that man ass. He ain't got no lot of aggression. Dude, he the one have you seen Logic? Have you seen Logic? He filed for the for divorce. He go he go spaz like y'all remember Undercover Brother, the only white boy in that movie when he finally turned up. That's Logic. I'm no watch Logic. <laughs> uh, you remember how Drake was skinny as hell, and then all of a sudden he came out and he was buff after being work, work out of Logic. In, in in three months, all of a sudden it's buff because he's been in the gym. I'm done with rap, cuz. I'm done. I'm done. Like, just, just I'm done. I feel like Elijah got a mean streak. Like that mean streak. It, he, said his, he said his, his granddaddy's name Elite. I have to trust somebody like that. <laughs> like, it was on the song. He said his granddaddy was Malik. I'm like, oh, shit. Like, what was his other granddad's name? It, could, it could cancel out. Could be Thomas. Probably, like, you know, Paul, Paul or some shit. Like, could uh, I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. All right, fellas. All right, so we are going to take a brief break. Uh, when we come back, we're going to be reviewing Prime 2. Everyone on this panel was a, a super fan. We really enjoyed the first Prime album. Uh, did the second one live up to the hype? Did it live up to our expectations? Find out after the break here. We're going to get into uh, Everyday Struggle, which is off the Prime 2 album. And when we come back from that, we're going to review the album as a whole. I had nightmares of joke. Yeah, and I don't want to make it seem like I got all negative to say about this album. Because I, I do have some positive to say about it, too. But uh, before we get into the nitty and gritty of it. Overall ratings for this album. Ralph, I'm going to come to you first on this one. If you had to assign a number, 1 through 10, just so we can, just so they know what to expect from this review, what, what are you giving this album? Oh, damn. Uh, and that's the thing. Especially with rating this album, it's, it's tough. Because uh, it's Royce and it's DJ Premier. So it's like, I can't, you know, slander it per se, right? But me, I'm probably going to give it a 6. <laughs> Just, I, I can not, agree with that. It's not really doing too much for me. Like I can, you know, I, there are songs that stick out, no doubt. You know what I'm saying? But it's just something about this album that's just a little off to me. Yeah, we'll get into it. We'll get into that, Johnny. What what number are you giving this, man? <laughs> so I actually kind of feel the same. I think I'm gonna give it a six as well. But let me say this. So I actually listened to it a second time. So I listened to it like when it first came out. 
if I hadn't listened to it a second time, I probably would have gave it like a three, four ish. But now that I've listened to it again, I have to say probably six, five and a half, six. Yeah, yeah, I, I think I'm gonna have to give it a six and a half too. And um, my my issues with this album, and I mean, it's still better than most of the shit that's put out nowadays. So that's why I struggle with not liking it as much. But when you put out a classic album and then you deliver something that's okay, like, and I try to separate my hype for this album from what was actually presented. And right. I think when we get into actually me us talking about it, you you every uh, the listeners will understand what I mean by that. But um, yeah, it's. It was okay, man. I mean, and it just sucks because two two all time greats, in my opinion, um, to have an album that's just okay. I, I just expected so much more. Yeah, and I think the problem with this is right. We hate sequels. Everybody hates the sequel, but there were no expectations for the first album. Like not like this. Like you see that you know DJ Premier and Royce got together. You're like, oh, that's dope. But the album is fire. Like like all the way through. Then you give us a sequel. It doesn't live up to the hype. Now it's kind of like, hmm, maybe we shouldn't have called it Prime. Like, maybe this... we should have called it something else. Like, I, I don't know. Like, right, I know that's right. the name of the group, but, you know, still. Could this be considered a sophomore slump? Yeah, it probably would be. And and I want to say, I mean, the Book of Ryan releases in a couple of days, and I am extremely hype off that based off the first single. Um, So I think yeah. Royce is going to, he's going to bounce back pretty quickly. But here's the thing. Royce wasn't the problem on this album. At least not in my opinion. I mean, Royce did what he could do with the production on this album. Um, he he has a hundred different styles on this album. Royce is the, probably the most versatile MC in the game right now. Um, so he did his thing. Like he he, I don't feel like he faltered at all. I feel like he did the best with what what he was given. I think the production is what suffered here. And when Premier uses so many samples and he sampled basically one artist throughout this thing, it just this album, from a production standpoint, felt uninspired for me, and I think that's where the album started going wrong. I kind, I, I somewhat agree with you. Like, <clears throat> so the first actual song, I think it was Black History. That beat sounds like the opening theme music to like a James Bond movie. Like, it's it's terrible to rap over. It was horrible. But then, as the songs progressed, I think the beats got better. And another thing, compared to Prime 1, I think the beats per minute on Prime 2 were a lot slower than the first Prime. So you can't, I don't want to say you can't really compare the two because the the tempo of the beats were different, which caused Royce to rap differently. Does, does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. And I, and, I, and I think that's where I was struggling with it the first time I listened to it because it's like I was like – why these, you know, why these beats so slow? Like it's, it's just, it's too slow for me. But once I listened to it the second time and tried to separate what I heard from the first one, it's like, okay, I get it. The boots are, sl- the beats are slower. Um, it's a little bit smoother, and now I can actually get to what Royce is saying now. Because if the beat is trash, I, I, I can't get past that and listen to the lyrics. That's just how I am, honestly. So that once I separated the, the first prime. From listening to the second prime, I think that kind of made the album a little better for me. Okay, I can understand that. Ralph, what do you think about that? Yeah, I, I just think like what what basically what we're all getting at is like that first half of the album is very very slow. It's very hard to get into. I think by the time the middle of the album, I think by the time those features pick up 
and the production picks up because I think the second half of the album is actually better. Like, I'm not saying it's mm-hmm. phenomenal. I just think it's good. Like, you know, like the, the crit feature, the big change feature. Like, I like how, you know, the Southern MCs are coming into this, you know, on this project and kind of flourishing. I mean, Rhapsody, she's from North Carolina, so she's Southern. So, True. <laughs> so I just enjoy <laughs> And that's a, and that's a shame to say that I enjoyed the features on this album when it's really supposed to be you know Royce like a, it's almost a Royce Forest of Five Nine album essentially. Yeah, I mean that's basically what it is. Um, mm-hmm. What did, what did you guys think about uh, you know you mentioned features? Yeah, one of my favorites surprisingly on here, and this is because I'm not really a say big it. fan of his. Say it, say it. I know you go say it, say it. Yellow Come Wolf. On. Oh no! I thought he was gonna say two chains. Oh well, <laughs> no! I'm a fan of two. I'm a fan of two chains. Oh, like, uh, it's, especially when two chains is featured on a lyricist song, he always steps up. Yes, always. Yes, yes he did. And it's, like, it's talking. <laughs> it's it's crazy because any like any two chains when he does his own thing, it's two chains. You know what to expect from a two chains album. But I mean, from a song. But when he's featured on someone who actually has some lyrical talent, I swear it's like. It's like he needs to be in the room with someone who actually a lyricist. I'm not saying he he becomes a lyricist, but he he gets a little bit more experimental with the wordplay. I feel like his cadence is a little bit different. I always dig two chains when he's on the song with a lyricist. Facts, because he killed that chloroseptic remix. He like for real. He murdered it. Murdered it. Y'all but, know what's y'all know what's crazy about that two the the song two chains is featured on. It's called Flirt. Yeah. Um, the first like I would say eight bars maybe from two chains and Royce. I think they both sampled a cadence from different Eminem songs. I can't put my finger on the one Royce did, but two chains, he sampled the cadence from uh, the way I am for those first like eight bars. Did y'all notice that? I did not. Mm. I'm not even going to say I, I did, did not notice that, but I can't argue with you on it either. Like, you know, I'm, <laughs> Yeah, I, I just thought that was dope. I thought it was interesting. Okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Two, Ch- 2 Chains has... Well, I think he does his what he needs to do for his albums to sell, but I think there's there's more of a of a rapper's rapper somewhere in 2 Chains' mind. Like, mm-hmm. I, I, I firmly believe that. I just wish he would let it out a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Because yeah. I was surprised that I actually liked Pretty Girls like trap music. Because he wouldn't... I wouldn't say he was like... He had, like, heavy bars on the album, but I enjoyed the songs. Like, it was crazy. Yeah, yeah, I, I enjoyed it as well. Um, but a disappointing feature on here to me, and this is because I this this has been the year of me getting into Dave East. Like mm. I was, I did not feel I did not fear error, error at all. Like he disappointed me. Agreed. Man, <sighs> wasn't this the wasn't that the lead single for this album? Yes, I think so. Yeah, I'm so glad I didn't listen to it when it <laughs> released. Because if I would have listened to it and I didn't like it, I probably would not have listened to the album. I'm not gonna lie. But I, uh, I yeah, I hate that song. I, like I, I get the message, but that's always been the lyrical rapper message in this in this time. Oh, I'm rapping in the wrong era. I heard that message so much from you, like Royce, Joe, you know, Joel, Cricket, you know, all the Salter House camp. They go, they have a song like that every project. Yeah. Like I, I, we get it, just rap. Like I, I, uh, I'm sorry. Uh, and even then, the production on that song wasn't that great either. So it was still hard to even really listen to what they were saying. Yeah, Davies. Yeah, now Davies is clearly a rapper that should have came out like, like when mixtapes were like really, really popping, like Dipset, Fab, DJ Clue, those type of guys. He should have been out right Ro- then. Dave Davies is a more refined Lloyd Banks. That's what Davies is. 
Like, if you really look at it, and when you say he should have came out during the mixtape era, who was that? Who was doing the thing Dave East is doing now? Boy. It was Lloyd Banks. Boy. He he yeah. he he's a and he's a better rapper. I think he's better a better structural rapper as far as creating a song. But uh, Banks was just a, a bar uh, aficionado. Like he yeah he can come yeah. with the punchlines like nobody else. Davies is a better overall rapper, but they still fit in kind of the same lane to me. Yeah, I agree. I definitely agree. That makes sense. Oh, uh, Ralph, what was your, what was your favorite feature on the album? Uh, I mean, honestly, it was between the people I named. That's why it came to my mind so quickly. Rhapsody, Crit, or uh, Chains. But if I'm going to pick one, honestly, I would probably say Crit. Crit, yeah. Yeah. I yeah. couldn't figure that. And I, and I like, and this is the thing, I like Rhapsody. I think Rhapsody was trying to match Royce's intensity on the song. So I didn't really care for it so much, but I acknowledge that she went hard. I just felt like she, have you ever heard somebody try to rap too hard? Is that possible? Yeah. Yeah. Like that's, that's, that's just my personal opinion about it. Like not to sit here and say Rhapsody can't rap or the verse was whack. No, 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 no. Personal preference. Yeah. That's interesting. I, I don't think she could try to come too hard. That's actually my favorite feature, uh, Rhapsody. <clears throat> um, she, <sighs> that woman can rap. Like it's, yeah. it's refreshing to see or to hear a woman rap the way she does. Like you can't really compare her to other women rappers because she just raps. Like, does that, am I, does that make sense? Am I making sense? Yeah. I mean, we, I think we, I think we talked about it before when we talked about Rhapsody. She, she's just a rapper. She's not a, a female rapper. She's, she's right. A, a, she's a rapper. She's a rapper's rapper. Right. So yeah, Rhapsody, Rhapsody is my favorite feature. Yeah, I can feel that. I can feel that. What's your overall favorite song in the album? I think I'm gonna have to go with Rocket. Um, I was listening. I was listening to the album on my way home from work today, and the I think Rocket has the best beat on the whole album, and I think Royce rapped the best on this song on that particular beat on this whole album. It's either between Rocket or Do Your Thing, but I, I have to stick with Rocket. What about you, Ralph? Oh man, I'm going Everyday Struggle. Royce's first verse on Everyday Struggle. Like, um, just the subject matter that he was talking on, it's just kind of like he encompassed everything. But it was just the message of basically, you know, wanting to support the youth, not really shun them away. Like, so, like, <laughs> Royce really wants to support the, you know, I'm going to just say the Takashi 6 ix of the world. But, not, <laughs> you know, he really wants to support them. But, you know, it's a struggle. Like, and they, you know, had the Joe Budden flips and all that type of stuff from the, the show. But, Right, I, I enjoyed it. He was dope too. So, how funny? How funny was it that the song is called "Everyday Struggle" and like the first like two bars he mentions Lil Yachty and Joe Budden. Yeah, yeah, like uh, that was crazy. So, CEO, what was your favorite song overall? Um, I don't. I want to say "Flirt." Like, I really, really, I think "Flirt." Maybe it's not my favorite song from like a rapping standpoint, but I it's maybe the one I'll play the most on this album, if that makes sense. Yeah. But um, I, I definitely feel you on Everyday Struggle and, and Made Man was dope as well. Like it, so, following that is the mix between those two. But Flirt is probably where to get the most play. Like I'll probably play Flirt when I'm fucking working out or something. Like yeah, yeah. That's what's up? Yeah. So um, I mean, I mean we pretty much. Ran it down. I mean, so what do you guys think? Are you so Prime Three? Let's say Prime Three is re, uh, announced in another year or two. You guys going to still be excited for it? No, I'm, I won't be excited for it, but I will still listen to it. And what I what I hope if they do announce a Prime Three or if they decide to do it, what I hope is 
that they hear this interview, they hear this uh review, <laughs> and then they. I don't want to say try to recreate what they did on Prime One, but try to evolve from Prime One. The 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 production from Prime One and try to evolve that for Prime Three because I can tell that DJ Premier tried to do something a lot different on Prime Two, and I don't I don't I don't think it really caught like it should have or like he wanted it to. I feel I, this to me this album overall just feels rushed. I think yes. that's the best way to put it. It just feels rushed. It. And it's been what two? No, it's been fucking four years since since the first prime. Yeah. Um. It feels like they just at some point was like, you know what? Let's record prime two, and then they got it done in like six weeks. Like that's what I feel like it may have happened on this album. Yeah. Yeah. But oh, maybe, I was, maybe he was trying to. Oh my bad. Go ahead, Ralph. No, I was just gonna say I wasn't excited when I seen they announced prime two. To be honest. Really. I like not. I, I because you can't like it's hard to recapture that stuff. That I hate sequels. Album sequels. <laughs> Break, you know, we should do that on breaks. You know, don't don't steal that nobody. But you know, right? <laughs> al- rap album sequels haven't necessarily been the best. What's been the best rap album sequel? It has to be the Blueprint Two, right? Or the Carter Two, if you want to go there. That's the mm-hmm. only thing. Like, I mean, I. But that's that's a lightning in a bottle. Like, how many times have we heard? So we, it, I'm coming it, with the uh, Thug Motivation One Hundred Two, or like. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, in other know, words, if you're not Jay Z, don't do a sequel. <laughs> I mean, seriously though, what what who else has had a dope rap album sequel? Like, I, the Hunger for More. Speaking of Lloyd Banks, was cool, but it definitely wasn't the original Hunger for More. And then documentary two, documentary two was good, but it wasn't the original one. Yeah. Like you know, like I I hate album sequels, man. Eminem, the Marshall Mathers LP two wasn't wasn't uh, that? Dope. Yeah, yeah, no. Nah. Yeah. Food and Liquor two. Ooh, yeah. Nope. Let's see. No. Not I like. Food, I mean, not, I like Food and Liquor too, right, but it ain't but Food it, and Liquor. Nowhere near the first one. <laughs> and so, don't you hate? Like, don't ever give it that name. Like, just you know, try and find something else. And I feel like that's a little lazy too. <laughs> 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 oh man, I'm I'm struggling to think of any other good. Rap I'm so I'm I'm definitely trying to like, think of like some a rap fire music. rap. Like, ooh, I got it. Yeah. Only built for Cuban Links Two was hot. I don't know if okay. you guys are big Ray Kwan fans, but that was that was a dope sequel. I know about the first one. I can't say I didn't say that. Yeah, oh, same here. <laughs> but I mean, still, that's okay. We named three. <laughs> that's not a good. That's not a good percentage. Yeah, I, I know somebody else can. You know, I know when the, the episode drops, somebody will have something else. But excuse me, I don't really oh, know too many. The Carter two. Yeah, I said the Carter two. Oh, you yeah, did? You okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. But it's like, but when he started doing three, four, five, like, oh, yeah. which one is he trying to five now? <laughs> I don't know. All right. I mean, Birdman ain't letting the quarter five come out. He don't need to let it come out, man. Like, <laughs> well, I mean, at this point, the Carter, the Carter five was recorded in like 2014. Like, music has completely changed since then. Like, does anybody yes. want to hear four year old references in a new album? Nope. Well, T Pain and. Lil Wayne released uh, that T. Wayne album that was recorded in like 2008, True. 2009. <laughs> I mean, I didn't listen to it. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. Rap album sequels are tough. Like, But just, you know, getting back to that original point, like when I seen it, I was like, mm, like, here we go. And that, like, just going off predecessor, you know, predecessor precedence, it's just like, hmm, I don't really know how I'm going to feel about this when this comes out. And I mean, needless to say, it did, you know, not surprise me that it wasn't that great. Yeah, yeah. And then maybe it's a contract thing. You think it's a contract thing? I doubt. Uh, 
Are they under contract? Yeah, I don't know. They're independent, aren't they? I don't know. I, I mean, well, in today's music climate, you you can just do projects and drop them whenever you want to, especially with names like Royce and DJ Premier. So you don't have to do a contract, you know, obligation type of thing. But with Book of Ryan coming as soon as it, you know, as it is, it almost feels like that's, you know, the reason why Prime kind of suffered. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and and let's let's talk because I I cannot end anything on talking bad about anything with Royce Five Nine involved in it. I just can't do it. My 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 soul will not allow me to do it. <laughs> Book of Ryan. Anticipation levels for Booker Run. Going off the sequel, I mean, no, I'm sorry, the last album and the first single. I'm I'm expecting good things. Yeah, layers is layers is what? Where do you rank layers on? Not counting Prime on Royce Five Nine solo albums because I think it, I think it may be his like second best work. Mm. Mm. I I I I can't rank all of Royce's albums because I own. I really just didn't start listening to Royce's uh, solo projects until Street Hop, and that was like 2009. So, um, out of what I've heard, yeah, I think it's his best album. <laughs> See, success success is certain is just I, that's oh. a dope album to me. So, I it's oh. hard for me to put layers above success is certain, but layers is right there. And Rock City is slept on too. Like, I, Rock City is better than people give it credit for. Yeah, he was beefing with all the Detroit cats around that time, so yeah. that's why people slept on it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But nobody fucking with Royce. <laughs> exactly. I, I'm not going to lie. I don't... I, I'm definitely looking forward to listening to uh, the Book of Ryan. And from the... From listening to the first single and listening to the title of the album, it sounds like he's going to be telling a lot of stories. Like, maybe every track will be a story. So if the production is great, I mean, I'll be highly, you know, anticipating it. But as of right now, it's just like, okay, you know. I'll wait for it to come out and I'll listen, but I'm not like, I wouldn't say I'm like excited to listen to it. I feel that. All right. I mean, hey, that's it, man. We'll be, I can't wait for Book Run. Maybe we'll all get back together and talk about that on, on the next episode of The Breaks. We got to tease The Breaks a little bit. But uh, right. Johnny Ralph, tell the good people of The Awakened Soul where they can find you if they don't already know. Well, uh, if you want to follow me outside of the podcast of uh, The Mind of Ralph, Twitter, Instagram and Snapchat. Everything lit. And you can find me on Twitter, um, John B. Oh, that's J O N two underscores and the letter B. And if you want to follow us, Oversaturated the Podcast, um, we got links to everything on oversatthepod.com. All previous episodes, links to social media, merch for sale, holla at us. You guys know already. You can follow me at CEO Hayes. That's at C E O H A I Z E. Send any feedback to theawakensoulpod at gmail.com. We'll be looking forward to hearing from you guys. Uh, check us out on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Spreaker, God, SoundCloud. God damn it, everywhere. If there's a place where you can get podcasts, uh, we recently just launched on, on Anchor as well. So we're everywhere. So just check out The Awakened Soul. Um, <laughs> Johnny Ralph, thank you guys again for joining me. We'll be talking. You know, we always talking. All right. For sure, man. Peace. Uh.
All this shit I did, now they supposed to hate I can't even count the diamonds in the rolly face Supreme clientele, I feel like Ghost and Ray I just did a weekend for no license, need to smoke an eight Pieces in my sock, hope I get up the block Homie, if you know you not no shooter, just give up the Glock I don't want no pussy, boo, I'm tired, just give up some top Jumping out, fresh beef and brocks, hit the reefer spot Cleaner than my second bath in life, shit, my man got life Shot a nigga right on second half, right in front of his wife What's the price? Time to get the cash Necklace full of ice, I'm chillin', Zanny's made a killer My white boy created an app and it made a million, I own half Stopped sipping lean and took a cold bath Seen fiends stone grab since firm did phone tap Now I jumped on Forbes list Then I watched my life change Off the bucket list all my life I wanted a white range White cane, spike influence junkies do the right thing Course side next to spike It's so funny how my life changed Fear God collection told Jerry I need that new shit Label get the front and I pull up on some ice cube shit All them niggas been getting money This ain't no new shit Stop acting like you gon' do something You ain't gon' do shit Get in the mouth, hard to figure out like a Rubik's Eight ball full of diamonds, plus a fully loaded pool stick Watch how you talk to me, anything make my moves My life is a gamble, girl with the desert, feel like a camel I looked up to Tony Montana, Tony Soprano Them niggas ain't gon' ride if you die, they only get candles Somebody gotta get violent, only way they understand My life is a gamble, girl with the desert, feel like a camel I looked up to Tony Montana, Tony Soprano I can't even count on the bitches, my niggas Ran through somebody, gotta get violent. Only way they understand.